People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our chicken rolled food as a meal or shred it as a topper. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. Birthday. It's your birthday. They ask me what I do and who I do it for. Yeah. And how I come up with this stuff in the studio. Yeah. All I want for my birthday is a big booty go. All I want for my birthday is a big booty go. When I die. It's 
birthdays. Bad, bad contest. You in first place. What the fuck? Hello, it is 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Wednesday, February 6, 2013, and you are listening to Boy Crazy Radio. I am your host. My name is Alexi Wasser. Now, just to quickly explain what Boy Crazy Radio is, in a nutshell, Boy Crazy Radio, which is what you are listening to right now, is a call-in advice show, okay? It's kind of like Loveline, except except with me. With me, serving as your big sister, all right? I think that sounds pretty fun. Boy Crazy Radio is for anyone and everyone out there. However old you are, however young you are, if you're cool or dorky or gay, straight, bisexual, blah, 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 yackety, schmackety, it's for everyone. Yes, even you. If any of the following things sound familiar, then Boy Crazy Radio is a place for you. Are you sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual, newly single, a cutter, a shit talker, a total high school nerd who grips the straps of your backpack that's covered in whiteout and patches for bad bands way too tight? Are you sitting in the middle of your shitty little bedroom, binge eating and picking at your fucking face? Well, cut it the fuck out. Nobody is going to love you if you're all pockmarked and gross and crusty and weird. Are you experiencing a shame spiral because of what you did at that party last weekend? Are your friends assholes who talk behind your back? Is the guy you like not responding to your text message, your Facebook post, your retweet, or your Instagram like? Ugh, that is the worst. Don't you hate that? Whatever. <sighs> Is your dad cheating on your mom with you? Holy fucking shit, that's crazy. Call the cops. I'll figure it out. I'll hold your hand through it. Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a podcast masquerading as a radio show? Then this is your goddamn lucky day because that is exactly what Boy Crazy Radio is. Let me, Alexi Celine Wasser, be the shoulder that you cry on, okay? All I want to do, all I want to do is be the big sister that you never even knew that you needed. And maybe, if I'm lucky, the cool big sister that you jerk off to. I mean, not your own sister. I mean, that's gross. That's like incest. I mean, like, I'm the cool sister, the older sister of your friend, and you go over to your friend's house, and you're like, dude, your friend, she's cool, and then you jerk off. You know what I'm talking about. I'm not, oh, God, forget it. Here's what I need you to do. I need you to pick up your smartphone. I need you to call in tonight to let me know you're out there, to let me know you even like Boy Crazy Radio. If you're listening, I don't know what's going on out there. For all I know, nobody's listening. I don't even think my mom listens anymore, okay? I think she's had enough. So I need to know that even though she's not listening, that maybe you are. I don't know where you are, Texas, Saskatchewan, Madrid, Spain, Los Angeles, Hollywood, the Valley, Valencia, Sacramento, uh, Laguna Niguel, as they say, Maine, New York, San Francisco. I don't know where the fuck you are, but I need to know about it because otherwise, I mean, I have no idea what's going on. I just want to know I'm connecting. That's, that's all. That's, that's like my point in a nutshell. So pick up your fucking smartphone, or you can even use Skype or Gmail or whatever you know you need to in order to get through, and dial 646 646- Three seven eight zero six four nine. I don't even care if you don't have a question. Tell me something. Tell me something you're noticing. Tell me. Give me some. You know. Give me a critique. Give me. You know. Something funny that happened to you. I missed you last week. I wasn't here last week. I was working on something and I almost canceled the show tonight because I had to do something. I was actually in Valencia 
um, doing something, and I drove home, and I was so excited because I love doing Boy Crazy Radio so much. It just makes me happy. I'm an only child. I said it before. I'll say it again. I'm an only child, and it's just nice to talk to strangers, and it makes me feel like I'm connecting to people, and I think other people like it because they feel like I'm listening to them, and I really am. I am. Like, I actually enjoy hearing other people's stories and trying to figure out how to, like, solve their their problems and their, you know, I don't know. Because I spiral out of control, and I overthink a ton of things, clearly. You can tell by the way I speak, um, and you can get a gauge on how my mind works. That I, It's very easy for me to spiral out of control. So it's very refreshing for me to take a breather, sit back, listen to why you're spiraling, and I have a lot more perspective on your life because it's not my own. And I can clearly tell you what you need to do or not do. Anyway, I gave you the number. I'll give it to you one more time. It's area code 646-378-0649. First off, I'm going to say it's almost Valentine's Day. And I think it's really annoying when people are like, it's Valentine's Day, like with an M, as in, you know, for Michael, as in, you know, instead of, like, like the time is upon us, instead of Valentine's Day with an N, which is how it really is. Anyway, whatever. I think that's bizarre. bizarre. So it's Valentine's Day. It's almost Valentine's Day. Um, I'm single. I am kind of dating someone. I don't know. I don't even, I'm not, I'm, I don't know what's going on in my life. I'm, I'm, I'm all over the place. I, I'm seriously PMSing. I'm very emotional. I, a ton of things have happened since my last podcast. And, oh my God, that's the name of my book. A ton of things have happened since my last podcast. Okay, what's happened? Well, I had a friend who does drugs go into rehab. And I haven't really realized I had any friends who do drugs. Anyway, he went to rehab for a second and then left early. And that was really bizarre because... um. It's hard to convince somebody. Like, it's not my job to. It's hard to, like, talk to somebody who's, like, basically killing themselves and putting poison into their, to their system. It's hard to convince them that that's what they shouldn't, that they shouldn't be doing that. And uh, they have to, like, want to stop doing that. And they've got to realize, like, oh, I can't do this anymore. This is horrible. A shitty feeling to be like, hey, dude, who has a pretty great life and, I mean, kind of, is doing cool things and smart. You're really smart, except for this one major huge thing that you're doing that's essentially that's going to kill you and push good people away from you, like me. Um, anyway, I was going to visit him in rehab. He left early, so I went to see him at his house. I was supposed to visit him, and then I had to work on Saturday, so I thought I'd go on Sunday, and I, like, called him, and I, was, I couldn't get in touch with him, and I thought, fuck, oh, my God, like, he's, like, he's going to be waiting for me on Saturday, and... And he's not going to know that I've, I'm, I've been calling everybody at the facility that I'm going to go on Sunday. Anyway, um, I heard he got the message from the person at the facility. Anyway, and uh, but he had already checked out because he couldn't stand being in there because he, you know, he was uncomfortable. It wasn't for him. He was doing it for everybody but him. Blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to talk about this forever, and I'm not going to go into specific detail. But I went over to his house, and... Uh, it was just, uh, I felt really helpless. I felt like a dork almost, like almost like I'd reverted to like high school times where I'm like, you know, where it's like the dorky kids don't do drugs or something. I don't know. It just makes you feel dorky when you're convincing somebody who thinks he's all cool not to do drugs. Cause but even though not doing drugs is the cooler thing, whatever, I'm all over the place, but it just felt horrible. And I felt really like drained and like sad and like helpless and 
wanting the best for him and it was out of my control and I'm such a fucking control freak and uh anyway so I love him a lot and I hope he hope he figures it out and uh doesn't die first oh yeah and then so I I texted one of my girlfriends who's an AA and I said you know what do I do in a situation like this because I feel really sad about this because like there's nothing I could say and I don't want to see somebody I love doing drugs and I have not been around anybody who does drugs since I was like 15 you know like I experimented with drugs when I was really young and I wish I hadn't I can't really say I wish I hadn't because I did but they were like I'm so glad I didn't die I I, like I got really you know I could have gone down a really different path but thank god that didn't happen and uh this guy did go down that path and uh so anyway it was it's just been really bizarre to be near him and have him in my life because it's not an issue I deal with with anybody around me like all my fucking friends and people I know are like you know the most annoying, bizarre thing they do is, like, own a dog or something, you know? Like, they, like, I don't know. Like, I eat at, I, I eat at a macrobiotic cafe most of the time, and I'm not even vegan or vegetarian, you know? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, I get down on myself for not going on hikes, and my problems are, are good problems to have. Like, uh, they're, they're usually ego-based, and uh, listen, I'm rambling. Okay, so I asked my friend in AA what to do in a situation like this, and she goes, well, you know, if it were an intervention – you can't do anything. The person has to want to take care of, you know, change his life and get sober. You just have to be really stern and go, you know, um, I'll, I'm here for you when you're sober. Like I'll be here for you. And, uh, and if you die before you get sober, I hope you know how much I loved you. And it's like, it's that cut and dry or something anyway. Uh, so that was devastating and horrible. So, We'll see. That's continuing, and we'll see how that goes. Anyway, so that happened. Then my friend, my friend, this is another convoluted story. I will make it as convoluted as possible because that's my specialty. My friend has a another girlfriend, and my friend was going to go to a party with her French girlfriend, but she decided not to. So she said, hey, Alexi, my French girlfriend is in town from France, do you want to take her to this fancy party? And I was like, okay, well, I don't know her, but I guess it'll be like a blind girl date. So I never met this girl, my, this friend of a friend, and I never even got to talk to my actual friend to get the info about this French girl. So I knew nothing about her, not even what she looked like. And I went to go pick her up in an Uber car, and an Uber car is like a car service thing, like a fancy taxi thing, except the guys who drive the cars are, like, good-looking, so I guess that gives them permission not to know how to fucking figure out how to get places, because, like, I gave the guy, the driver, the address, and then he was like, okay, how do you get there? It was like that, it was like the pilot episode of Louie. Have you ever seen Louie? It's on FX. Anyway, so he doesn't know how to get there, and I'm like, well, can't you just, like, put it in your GPS or something? And he goes, yeah, I can. Well, how do you want, which way do you want me to take? And I was like, I don't know, the fastest way? Like, I just gave you the address. Like, look it up. I don't know. And then everything's a question. And he, like, wore a lot of cologne. And he's kind of good looking, but not that good looking. And nobody's really that good looking to be so lame. But whatever. Okay. So I get to the hotel, pick her up. And we went to, like, the Weinstein party, after party for uh, the SAG Awards. And I'm saying this not to be like, oh, well, kind of. I mean, it's pretty cool. But, like, I had no reason to be there. I had no, like, it's not, you know, I'm not an, I'm, I'm, I act sometimes, but I'm not, this is like a movie star party. So this, this is, like, basically, like, Boy Crazy Alexi unleashed at a movie star party. And um, I didn't get super drunk. I, 
and it's not like me to talk about like anything personal or anything that might like uh, reveal something about people to make them not like me. Like I would never like, this is not like a, I'm not doing like some kind of like gossip column, column thing on my podcast here, but uh, I'm just going to keep it vague and make it about me and my feelings. But so I'm at the thing and I wasn't drinking too much. I was drinking vodka, vodka tonics. And uh, I meet up with this French girl, and it's great. And we're having a nice time and chatting and kind of eye-darting and looking around because we're like Harvey Weinstein and, like, famous people and blah, 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 whatever, walking about. And I hadn't had any alcohol since New Year's Eve. And uh, that's a lie. I had alcohol the night before this fancy party. Um, anyway, so, but I was new to drinking alcohol again because it had been a little bit. And... I realized, because I kept thinking, why does this party feel so boring? And uh, for any of you out there who give a fuck about any of this stuff, like if you, let's say you live in like some like middle America place where like, and you're like 13 and you're like dreaming of a big life and you want to be a movie star and you want to like, I don't know, if if you've never experienced anything like this, maybe this, this will be interesting to you. Those parties aren't crazy razors. Those parties, they're they're networking things. And that's what I forgot in the moment where I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Why does everybody seem so well-behaved and boring? Like, why is this party crazy? Like, it would be if it, I were in, like, Silver Lake or Los Feliz or some dirt hole place. Like, not those places are not dirt holes. That's totally rude. I'm sorry. Um, I'm like, why is this not, like, crazy? These people have great lives and uh, there's alcohol involved and everybody's fancy and beautiful. And I was born and raised in L.A. It's not like I've never been to things like this, but I always fucking forget two things. These parties feel bizarre for a few reasons. A, I have no business being there. I mean, a lot of people don't have any business being there, but, like, I don't know. It's not. I'm not, like, mingling to try to get my next role or, like, talk to a, a director I just worked with in a movie that we're nominated for an Oscar for or whatever. Anyway, there's that reason. So I'm just, like, there in this world. It isn't my world. Then there's B, I'm in a room full of egos. It's like a room full of people who are, like, looking for the next best thing or, or like, who's better, who's richer, who, who's, who's more famous, who can help me, blah, blah, and, like, you can feel it. Nobody's loosey-goosey and, like, super kind and loving and lovable and blah, blah. I mean, that's rare. That's rare at any party, anytime. But this isn't, like, a party at your friend's house. This is, like, a room full of very successful big egos. Everybody has an ego. Everybody does. And we all grapple with that all the time. And that's, like, whether you realize it or not, like, when you get offended by something, that's your ego. When your feelings are hurt, that's your ego, blah, blah. Anyway, but this is like a crazy room full of egos, and it's palpable. You can cut it with a knife. It's bizarre. So that's something I always forget about. And then what's the, what's the next thing? I think I already said it. It's just it's it's networking. It's a room. It's like a business meeting. That's what it is. But it's at nighttime, and fancy dresses, and, and you know, and alcohol is involved. So, like, they're not as exciting as you would think, because, you know, luckily I wasn't this, but it's very easy if you have nothing to do with that world and you think it's going to be a rager to get very drunk to mask your insecurities and then, like, make a fool out of yourself and, like, talk to movie stars inappropriately and then, like, vomit in the corner. I did not do that. I really didn't. But it could easily happen. So don't let that happen to you. Be well-behaved, composed, and sip slowly. Um, so I went to that thing and flirted with some dudes and then I met this guy and he came up to me and he said he liked my blog and I was like oh that's cool thank you and and uh, he was very kind and very forthcoming and really sweet and like he was wearing like a he was wearing a suit it was exciting so I'm thinking I'm at a fancy party 
this guy likes me from the get-go. He already has a, some kind of idea of who I am and what I'm about, and he likes my sense of humor, and he accepts me, and he's wearing a suit. Anyway, so, and I said that to him. He goes, you know, we met a few years ago. I don't know if you remember me, but I love your website. And my last relationship with a guy, my last serious relationship with a guy, which wasn't even that long, that ended last January, and it was only for like six months. And uh, we ended because it turned out the guy was like, Basically, he didn't realize he was lying to me, but he didn't realize how uncomfortable my personality made him. And he didn't realize how uncomfortable my website made him and all this stuff until finally he, like, imploded at the end of our relationship. And he was like, I don't like it. I can't handle it. I don't even like that you post naked photos that you find on the Internet of, like, you know, Terry Terry Richardson photos that aren't even of you. I don't even like that you put photos of other girls' boobs on your blog. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's not going to change. And, like, I don't know. I just need somebody who, like, gets me. So I said to the dude at the party, I go, let me get this straight. You like my website? And he goes, yeah, I love it. And I go, you think I'm funny? And he goes, oh, my God, totally. And I went, you accept me? Like, you back what I do? And he goes, oh, my God, totally. And uh, so I gave him my number. We've gone out twice. I'm going to leave my story there for the time being, and I'm going to get to my first phone call, area code 503. Hello. Hello, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? And what is your problem? Um, First of all, I just want to say how happy I am to be, like, talking to you right now. Um, oh, my God. It you means no, so I, much I, to I, me. I Wait, what did you say? It means so much to me. Oh, my God. Oh, I hope you're I, – I'm. I, this means so much to me. I, I missed this show last week. I was so bummed. Um, so I'm Madison. I'm calling from Portland. Um, I'm a month and five days shy of 18. And oh, my God, so exciting. Basically, my life is a shit show, and I was waiting until, like, 9 o'clock so that I could call and, like, hopefully talk to you because um, I have so much to tell you. Tell me. And I need I need so much advice. Um, and now I'm getting all, like, nervous trying to, like, organize my thoughts. So, um Basically, I'm finishing high school at Portland Community College, and um, I got kicked out in December, like two weeks before term started, and I moved in with a coworker in her one-bedroom apartment, and I'm living in her living room. Um, basically, I'm, like, trying to find a place to live, and I think I've emailed probably 40 people on Craigslist, and only five or six have gotten back to me. So I'm getting a little bit frantic. And, like, the thing with my roommate is she's really depressed, and basically when she's not at work, she's sleeping, and she takes a lot of Xanax, and it's really concerning. And, like, she even told me one time, oh, well, if I ever take more than eight, I think that you should be worried. And so I'm just, like, really uncomfortable and stressed out and trying to finish high school and find a place to live, and I don't even have, like, enough money um, to be comfortable and so I'm kind of, like, freaking out. And I'm getting used by guys and just totally, like, a complete wreck. Oh, you're getting used by guys. How is that happening? Explain that. Um, well, I actually emailed you, like, a couple months ago about a guy. Um, he was 23, and he was from New Guinea. Um, I don't know if you remember it. But, no, we'll refresh um, my memory and tell everybody who's listening the, the situation. So I met him. We only knew each other for about a month, and then he took my virginity. Um, and 
basically, like, in the moment, right when it was happening, he was like, uh, we should stop and, and talk about this because I'm having a lot of confusing feelings. And that kind of made me frustrated and really overwhelmed. And so I basically told him to shut up and get over it and just have sex with me. And pretty much he didn't talk to me after that. And now he has a girlfriend. Wait a minute. And you never talked after that experience? Um, We did briefly, and I saw him once, but I don't know. Pretty much he made it clear that he doesn't like me and doesn't want to have anything to do with me. Oh, my God, Madison, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it was it was pretty shitty, um, and I I feel like I've mostly dealt with it and gotten over it because um, there's not really anything that I can do about it, and so I try and hold him in my in my mind as like a, a happy memory and a positive experience that taught me more about myself. Um, but I kind of went and I I met this guy at school and he seemed really sweet but it turns out he's not a gentleman and he's a douchebag and he's using me. But at the same time, the sex is really good and I just, I don't know what to do. Well, here's the thing. That's all very vague with this this guy, the most recent guy, but when you say, like, he's using me but the sex is really good, I don't know what to do. Well, it, you've got to figure out what you want because if you're saying the sex is really good, you could reframe the situation and go, I'm using him too because I think he's a douchebag and that means I don't really like him or his characters or his personality, but I'm into the sex, so I'm using him just as much as he's using me. But it sounds to me that if, you, if you're annoyed by him, it's because he's not giving you something that you want. Like you'd like for him to be treating you better maybe. You'd like for him not to be a douchebag. You'd like to well, him – I, you know? I haven't even really gotten a proper date out of the whole thing. Um, he's 21. He lives in a very, probably the second nicest house I've ever been in. Like, we got to his house, and I couldn't believe that he actually lived there. Um, his parents are totally loaded. He doesn't have to work. Um, basically, he just hangs out and goes to the gym. Um, and he's so hot. Like, I can't even believe that he likes me because he's so hot. Um, and... I asked him, I said, you know, we didn't really talk about our intentions, so what what are you wanting out of this situation? And he said friends with benefits. So I assumed that that means that we are friends and we're going to hang out and talk and do things, but we're also going to have sex. But he's definitely just, like, focused on the sex part. And I don't know if I'm okay with that, and I don't know if I should keep seeing him. It sounds like you're not okay with it because I can hear it in your voice and, like, you're talking about it and you're thinking about it. And let me tell you, I don't like this for you. I'm very emotional tonight. I'm super PMS-y. I've been, like, crying all day and mostly, like, running from errand to errand and, like, things that I've had to do today, like, trying to not cry and then crying and then crying on conference calls and blah, blah, blah. It's been very embarrassing. But I'm very all the time. I've been, like, running in in the back room at work and crying and going to my car at school and crying because I feel like right now the world is throwing every possible negative outcome that it can at me. Um, I can't find a place to live. I'm not getting any replies um, about rooms for rent. I don't make enough money. Um, I'm also, like, losing weight uncontrollably, and I don't know why because I'm still eating regularly. Um, I don't really sleep because I'm so stressed out. Like, I, I'm i very overwhelmed. Well, here's the thing. Like, I'm going to go through it. The reason I was saying I'm sensitive and that's why I'm going to, like, hone in on, on what I'm hearing from you is take your power back, 
you're not okay with what's going on with this guy, stop having sex with him. Like, that's friends with benefits doesn't like that sucks. Like it doesn't like that's not making you feel good. I just know it. And like if I if I were your best girlfriend or if I were your mom, I'd be like, why are you wasting your time getting caught up in him, not getting emo- your your needs met emotionally, and not feeling good enough because you think he's so cute, but you also think he's kind of douchey because he doesn't fucking do anything. Like he's you know like you're hustling, you're trying to make it work, and then this dude isn't doing anything. You know like but you're so grateful that he wants to have sex with you because he's good looking. Well, fuck that. Like, how about this? Free yourself up, cross your legs to this dude. Don't have sex with him anymore. Just say, and you, you know, just say, I just want to be friends and, and I, I want to stop doing what we're doing and just leave it at that and be cut and dry, done and be by yourself. Just, you've got shit to worry about. Like right now you, you're looking for another apartment and I don't know how long it's going to take because I'm not there and I'm not searching for apartments like you, but you're in this weird zone and Listen, I'm giving you like big sister advice because I don't, I don't know the exact situation. I wish I could find an apartment for you and just move you in myself. But I wish that I had my thoughts more gathered and there wasn't so much going on that I could give you more detail. Well, but well, here's okay. So all I'm gonna say is keep doing what you're doing. Search for an apartment and like, don't just keep your head down when you when you go to your house. Like, you know, try to just be nice and and cordial to your weird roommate with her weird drug addiction or whatever. But, like, she's not your responsibility. Like, like, you know, like, oh, God, this is so gross to me. She's not your responsibility. Well, and it's really, the only reason I think that it's difficult is because I'm really um, susceptible, there we go, to other people's emotions. So the fact that she's so sedentary and... You know, the fact that she sleeps all day, it's really, like, rubbing off on me, and I'm starting to get a negative outlook on life. And it's I'm harboring a lot of resentment because her parents send her about a $1,000 check every month to pay for her bills. Um, and we work at the same coffee shop, and she probably works about 15 hours a week, and she's a really mediocre worker. And I, I have such a hard time not saying anything because I'm such a hard worker, and you know, so try and contrast my problems with her problems and be like, well, I, you know, I know how hard it is and I just, I really want to teach you about responsibility because I'm so much more ahead than you are. Okay. And Listen, honestly, stop. like the other night, she was telling me that she came home and she said, well, I think that we need to start, you know, putting some boundaries down. And with those boundaries, if you cross them, we need to have some sort of consequences because I think that you need to learn about responsibility. And I almost screamed at her. Like, I... I kind of looked at her. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, here's what I'm, I'm, I just can't go on forever because i got to take some other phone calls. But what I want to say is control what you can control. Stop comparing your life to this girl and, you know, because I'm, I'm hearing a theme. There's the guy who is like a trust fund baby that, you know, that you there's a good-looking trust fund baby. There's your fucking uh, sedentary fucking train wreck of a, of a trust fund baby that you're living with. Here's what you need to do. Ignore it. Don't take it personally. These people are in front of you. You can use them as guides as to how you don't want your life to be, and you have to run from them. And keep hustling. Keep looking for an apartment. You will eventually find one. But while you, you know, I mean, maybe you can move in with someone else, with people that you identify with, that you love, that you get along with, that, that you go to school with. But until you do, you just have to ignore it. Don't don't get sucked into her weird web. Like, you just have to keep moving forward and and just looking for, you know, or another place and, and saving up your money and stop fucking that creepy dude because he's, like, taking a big toll on your energy, too. No? Yeah. I think and you're absolutely right. 
Yeah, and then don't stress out about it. It's not forever. It's just for a second. But don't you dare give yourself the excuse to be like, oh, it's kind of rubbing off on me, and it's like making me be like, oh, no, 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 no. Like you just look at her, say hello, go to your room, get on your computer, keep searching for a place, wake up early, don't sleep in late, try to get more hours, don't buy things you don't need because you need to save your money, and stop fucking that dude. And uh, and just you're on a different path. And just think of these like weird soul suckers that make you feel that you don't like being around they're just there to show you what you don't want your life to be and what and but you don't have to like hate them or you don't have to you don't have to judge them too harshly you can like love them as you walk away from them you know what i mean you can just be like okay that's not for me but i don't want them to die but i don't really want to hang out with these people you know what i mean totally okay so let me know how it goes when you find a spot like a new place like call me and stop fucking the dude i can't say that enough but uh oh my god Oh, geez. Love is so hard to find. I'm serious. I legitimately meant that for a second. Oh, God. I'm so embarrassed. Okay, area code 479. Hi. Hi. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? I'm Heather. I'm 16 from Arkansas. Heather, you're still 16 from Arkansas? Heather is this beautiful, beautiful girl with, I think she's still with her boyfriend, Johnny, right? Um, Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, I see you guys in photos on Facebook and stuff, and you guys are adorable or whatever your deal is. And Heather is, like, an amazing artist, and she's uh, she just has done paintings and drawings or whatever of me and stuff, and they're awesome, and I love Heather, and that's all. And, and she's also been on my website a long time ago. She submitted a video called Make It Yours Mondays, and I put it on my website, and she's super stylish and beautiful and cool and neat. And what's going on tonight, Heather? Well, um, I don't want to take up too much time on your show, but the first thing I called about was to ask if um, you had any advice on how to promote myself as an artist and on my online store. Online store. All I can say is, okay, start having Which, a It's not really an online store. It's just Etsy, but, like, I'm trying to get my art displayed in, like, local galleries and stuff, but I don't really know how to put myself out there, I guess. Okay. Well, here's what I think you should do. You should start um, You should start an Instagram account with all of your work, just, just of your work, and it should be something very simple, like at blah, 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 like something so simple, nothing weird, nothing with, like, 17 L's, nothing that's, like, blah, 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 like something like just, like, something cool, whatever you want to call, like, what do you know, think of um, King of the Eyesores? King of the Eyesores. Well, here's why I don't love it. I don't love it because it's like a negative thing about your beautiful art, and your art isn't it doesn't make me feel like it's an eyesore. I get that it's a joke, but like, and it's too long. I don't like it because it's so long. Like, you wanted something like, I don't know. Think of think of something shorter and quippy. But whatever. Okay. So start your. So you think about that. Start an Instagram account. Start a Twitter account. Start a Facebook page. With all that stuff, all connect and a Tumblr, and then you just connect all of them together and constantly like upload, you know, pictures of all of your art, and and also have as many shows as you can in Arkansas. Like just try to have a show like all the time, like once a month, have a show at a different spot, and like try to get newspapers in Arkansas or some kind of press in Arkansas to like cover your events, like make flyers and like advertise for it on Facebook and and like. Yeah, make flyers, put them up everywhere. Like, I know that's old school and ridiculous, but do that and, like, and go to places and, like, and put your flyer in, like, you know, the window at Urban Outfitters or whatever whatever all the cool spots are in Arkansas. I don't know where they are, but, like, wherever, like, cool young people hang out. Thrift stores, American Apparel, 
Whole Foods, like just like record stores, whatever, wherever the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like and start having shows at those places where people like that are like minded like you will go. Like if there's a cool coffee house or fuck it, even at a Whole Foods or where else? I don't know. Like yeah, thrift store, whatever. Any of those places, just try to fucking generate work all the time and get people to go. It's like you're throwing these mini parties that are celebrating your art, and it's just an excuse to have a party. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and just keep doing that, and then eventually move out of Arkansas and move to New York or L.A. or London, and then just keep making stuff. And then, like, you can also, you can also, like, I mean, I'm not an artist, but this is what I think because it's online stuff, but you can also, like, make a book of your work, like, you know, one of those, like, self-publishing book companies that's, like, there's one called, like, Lulu. Isn't there one called Lulu? I don't know. Never heard of it. I think, yeah, it's called Lulu. Um, Let me check it out. Hold on. I'm going to go online right now. Lulu self-published books. Lulu books. Um, Do, do, do. Oh, book printing. Oh, yeah. It's L-U-L-U book printing. And something, that's another thing you could do. You could make, like, a runoff of like a, like a little tiny runoff of like maybe five books for a certain amount of money or maybe like three books or ten books and you could leave those at like with people. You could like send them to, you know, you could either send them to publishing companies to get your like, like make an art book or if you even wrote stories with them then it's like it's like some kind of like, does any of this make sense? It's just like for you to keep doing stuff and making yeah. and like leaving examples of your work but definitely if you want to start like, I guess quote unquote start your brand or whatever like something more quippy and cool sounding than whatever the eyesore thing was you know yeah okay yeah but definitely like think about cool spots in Arkansas that you go to where you think cool people hang out like let's say you got to think of it like and and then just like one and then you throw a thing there like are there any clubs like like there's this club in LA called The Smell and there's like you know and they have bands play there so are there places like that in Arkansas like indie holes in the wall um yeah well there's like a historic downtown place where all the college kids hang out and you know there's a lot of like little restaurants there and like little thrift stores and stuff but um I've never actually been to a club because I'm not 18 but yeah yeah, def- okay, so start the Instagram that's connected to your uh, Facebook page and a Twitter and a Tumblr, and it's all only your work stuff. It's totally separate from your personal stuff. And then start hanging out where all the cute boys are, hang out where the rich people are, the cool people are, and just immediately just be like, hi, I'm Heather, blah, blah, because you're so young, you can get away with so much shit because of your youth. Like, that's the coolest thing. You're a girl, and you're young, and you are talented, because I've seen your work, and it's great, and, like, do you, have you ever heard of an artist named Elizabeth Payton? No. Oh, well, she you look her up, Elizabeth okay. Payton. And she lives in New York. She's older, but she is um, she's a painter that I love. And when I see your stuff, because I've seen your stuff, um, obviously, it's, she reminds – I love it so much, and, and it reminds me of, like, her kind of style, where it's, you know, they're different, but it's just, like, it's beautiful. Anyway, so I hope that inspired you a little bit. So you, you, have, you have stuff Thank to do. You, you do. You're welcome. You definitely have homework, so get your fucking homework done. All right. Bye. Bye. Heather Jenkins, ladies and gentlemen, motherfuckers. Okay, anyway, um, actually, I have a letter from her, from Heather, that she wrote me, and a drawing she did of me, or a painting. Is it called a painting or a drawing? I'm so bad about shit like that. And it's on my mantle, and I'm looking at it right now. And I show it to everybody who comes through my house. It's like a big part of my life. 
Um, that's why I'm so excited when Heather calls. Okay, area code 661. Hi. Hi, what's your name? Um, How old are you? Where are you calling from? Uh, my name's Jessica. I'm calling from L.A., and I'm 27. What is happening um, tonight? Well, um, a few things. I've kind of just had, like, a really emotional week. Like, I'm not sure if I'm going to – I wouldn't necessarily say it's, like, PMS, but maybe it's, like, pre-PMS, but – um, I've kind of just like been super emotional as far as like when it comes to my relationship with my boyfriend and I've kind of learned that because um, he and I are very like close for the most part and I feel like I can tell him like anything as far as like what I'm feeling and like you know he can try to like make me feel better and stuff but I kind of feel like it's been a little bit different this week and um, I mean we both have day jobs so we kind of just like text each other like throughout the day and I kind of ex- tried to express, like, how I was feeling as far as, you know, just, like, kind of feeling weird and, like, emotional and that, like, I just kind of needed him to be a boyfriend and just, I don't know, say something nice to, like, make me feel better. And, um, I, I mean, he he did. It wasn't exactly, like, what I was looking for, but I think I was just kind of fishing a little bit, but... I mean, he said, I love you, like, you're great, like, you're wonderful, all these, like, really nice things. Um, and then I just kind of, like, asked him, well, does it bother you that, like, I need, like, reassurance, like, sometimes? And he said no. And then there were a couple I love yous, like, exchanged, like, throughout the day, so that was fine. And um, I remember, like, back when we first started dating, um, he had said something about how he really believes that when a couple is, like, in a serious relationship that – it's not really, like, appropriate to hang out with somebody of the opposite sex, like, even if they're just a friend, like, by yourself. Like, if it's, like, a party setting and there's, like, other people there, then that's fine. But if we were just, get like, supposed to meet up with each other for a happy hour with, like, another person of the opposite sex, like, that's not okay. And so tonight he texted me and he said that he was at happy hour. And I was like, oh, did you, like, go by yourself or you know, whatever, and he was, like, with Shannon, and I know Shannon's kind of maybe, like, a male-female name, but I'm just kind of, like, trying not to, like, freak out, and he sent that text message, like, maybe, like, three hours ago, and I haven't responded because I almost feel like, because I've been so emotional this week, that I'm going to, like, flip out on him, and I'm trying to, like, stay grounded and, like, rooted, and I'm trying to, like, think of you know, like, how I can, like, talk to him about this. Like, I don't know if I should text him back or if I should call him. No, but don't call kinda... him. Why don't, you, why don't you text him right now? Why He's at happy hour with a girl named Shannon. He's the one who laid down this weird rule about, like, you can't hang out one-on-one with a dude. Like, yeah. maybe, I'm, maybe <clears> I'm off, and I've got my own problems, and I'm definitely a flirt, and I definitely have cheated on boyfriends in the past, so that's, I've got my own issues, but... I mean, I am capable of being in a relationship and hanging out one-on-one with a person of the opposite sex and not having sex with them, and I can have really great conversations, and I have friends, platonic friends who are of the opposite sex. So that rule is a little bit bogus, and then for him to break his own rule is kind of funny. So you have to decide. Do you trust him? Are, are you? Is there anything really to be mad about, or are you just pissed because he, he made this weird fucking rule and now he's the one breaking it so it almost makes him feel seem more guilty you know 
Yeah, well, because, I mean, that was, like, the first thought that came to my mind because I thought that that was, like, a little bit hypocritical. And I think, like, early on in the relationship, because, like, he was being so strange about, like, these things that, like, you know, like, I was having trust issues. But then I kind of discovered that, like, my trust issues were rooted in something else. And I always felt like he's been very open and, like, he's been, you know, like, as far as I can tell, like, honest and I mean, I know, like, he really, like, loves and, like, cares for me, but then it's just, like, I feel, I just thought it was so weird that he would say that, like, he went to happy hour with Shannon, like, I don't even know who the Shannon is, like, he's never, like, mentioned Shannon ever before. Hold on, hold on, but let's not spiral out of control yet, because I'm going to, like, I totally would feel the same way that you're feeling right now if I were in your position, but I'm your friend for right now, like, I'm your cool girlfriend or whatever I am, I don't know if I'm cool, but okay. So I'm going to, like, talk you through it. You, I would say, just for fun, because how long have you guys been dating? Um, five months. Five months. Oh, God, so it's pretty new. You could also just do the – you could text him this right now. You could text him, ha, huh, exclamation point, are you on a date, question mark? You're breaking your own rules, period. Or you could go, ha, huh, because you want to keep it light. So we need to have a ha huh involved, you know? Okay, so you could just go, ha, huh, are you on a date, question mark, XX? I think you should do that one and then see what he says. Ready? Um, yeah, no, it. I, like, I he think said stuff like that to me. Like, he said stuff like that to me, even though he knows, like, full well that, like, I'm out with, like, a gay guy friend or something. And it's just, I mean, for me, like, he kind of, like, insinuates, like, weird things about, like, cheating or, like, you know, like, if I go to, if I say like, oh, like I went to work out tonight, and he's like, oh, is that his nickname or something like that? Like I'm just. Like, oh my god! Like, you know what? Fuck this dude! Oh my god! Have you ever cheated on him? Have I cheated on him? Yeah. No. Have you ever? Did you? Have you ever cheated on someone in the past, and you told your current boyfriend that you've cheated in the past? I've cheated on a boyfriend one time before, but because like in the beginning of our relationship, he was like so weird about stuff that, like, I told him I've never cheated on somebody, but that I was cheated on. Oh, I totally get that, but um, did you tell your current boyfriend about that scenario? Uh, no. Okay, so, so like, I'm just, I'm trying to just get where he's coming from, because I'm saying, like, if you had said to your current boyfriend, yeah, one time a long time ago I cheated on an ex because blah, 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 then maybe I could understand why your current boyfriend would be like, well, she cheated in the past, and I feel a little bit insecure. But you haven't said anything like that, and he's the one who came up with this fucking arbitrary, old-timey rule. And it sounds like usually when people are are jealous, it's because they're the ones up to no good or they've got something to hide or, like, it's their issue. Here's Mm -hmm. all you have control over. This is what you have control over. If you love him and you're not cheating, you, all you have control over is yourself. Like, you can't control someone else. And, like, if this dude wants to cheat on you, fine, let him cheat on you. As long as you find out and you can get out of it, that's great. Like, who, who cares what he does? Like, his actions will dictate your actions. And so, like, if you don't mind that he's hanging out with this girl because you want to be in a relationship with someone where you can just be able to, like, live your life because you guys don't own each other, that's fine. Um, but if he's, like, constantly making these comments and he's jealous a little bit, like, 
I guess you could go to his level. You can either lead by example and be cooled with the fact that he's had drinks with some girl named Shannon and just trust him because you should trust your boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, or you could be like, that's funny. You like tell me I'm not, or you can wait till you see him. Um, you could either text him back, have fun. You could text him back something kind of snarky and weird. Oh, I hate the word snarky. You could text him back, huh, are you guys on a date? question mark and then make it seem like it's a joke but it's kind of like you know you're fishing for something there or you could wait till you see him in person and be like hey how was drinks that sounds fun or whatever but like who's shannon and then he'll tell you and you can go that's so funny well i hope you had fun but the weird thing is like you you come up with this rule and this idea that like you know we shouldn't hang out with people of the opposite sex because it's inappropriate and i don't but you did and I just feel like it's kind of like a double standard or being kind of a hypocrite, like, you know, because mm-hmm. in the perfect world, both of you should just be able to hang out with whoever you want. And if your agreement is that you're not going to fuck or make out or have an emotional relationship with someone else and you're being monogamous with each other, as long as you keep that, that's fine. Then you can go like, you know, you can play basketball and hang out with friends, whoever they are, and you can go fucking do whatever you want to do. But like, I don't know. But he, it does sound a little bit annoying. I know why you're frustrated, but, you know, just breathe. He hasn't yeah. cheated. Don't get mad at him until he's done something. But you can bring up the conversation. If he gets all defensive and weird, just stay calm. Like, definitely don't be like, you said this thing. Like, you said that I can't hang with guys. And you hung out with a girl. Like, what the fuck is that all about? I'm like, ah. Like, don't come at him like that because then you lose instantly. Um. Oh, God, I need to take my own advice. I, like, burst into tears on a work call today, and it was so embarrassing. Okay, but anyway, um, yeah, just stay calm. And then if he gets defensive, you go, no, no, I'm not fighting with you. Like, I'm just asking. I'm just having a conversation. Like, don't freak out. We're not fighting. And then just, like, maintain that calmness because that's even – that's so cool. It's, like, so much cooler to maintain the calmness and watch him flip out, you know? Mm -hmm. So what are you going to do? I almost kind of just, like, want to leave it and, like, not text him back anything at all. Because it's, like, I know, I almost sort of feel like he wants me to ask, like, who Shannon is and, like, freak out about it. But I feel like it would be more, not that I'm trying to torture him or anything, but it's just I kind of want to, like, cool myself down and, like, not text him or, like, call him or anything tonight. But, like, I'm going to be, like, worrying about it. You know? No, don't. You know what? There's nothing to worry about because here's what happens. It's only been five months. I doubt he's going to be cheating on you. And if he does, his loss. If he cheats on you, that makes your life way easier because you go, okay, cool, dude. You blew it. I'm out of here. You know? Like, so just stay home. I know that will suck and it's, it's that's easier said than done. But just breathe, watch TV, put a facial mask on, take a bath, masturbate, read a book, watch a movie, whatever. Stay busy. Don't get pissed off because he can't see you getting mad. And, like, you don't even know if anything's happening. It's, like, not worth getting upset about. Like, nothing's happening right now. You're on the phone with me. Like, that's what's happening now. That's it. Like, it's very, just, like, be in each moment. Like, just be very present. Deal with it when he comes to the door or when you see him. Do you guys live together? No. So, here you go. You'll see him when you see him, and then you can bring it up if you're still upset about it. And then if he wants to bring it up. Great, he can bring it up. It sounds like he has more weird issues. It sounds like he needs to be like, he needs like jealousy or something to like feel imp- like lusted after or something. So it sounds like more about him than you. But uh, yeah, just stay busy. Don't do anything crazy. 
I like think it's like what? going to kill him. Not kill him, but do you think it's going to kill him that like I'm not going to text him tonight? And like, cause we usually say goodnight and stuff, but like, I really don't want to. Okay, well then, like, don't you don't have to do anything? That's the thing. Like, you don't have to do anything. Like he said, he's with Shannon. That text doesn't warrant a response. Let him text you goodnight. Yeah. And if you want to text okay. him, you can text him too. Just, just you can also text him like, "Cool, text me later," or "Text me when you're done." That's all. You could do that because that's a cool thing. It's like, "Cool, text me when you're done." XX. Just like something upbeat. Like definitely put like an XO or an XX or whatever at the end of it. Just be like, "Cool, have fun. Text me when you're done." XO. Then you're so fucking cool. How's that? Yeah. I say, I say that's perfect because then you're not like being weird and like silent you're responding and then also if he doesn't text you later that's weird too yeah okay okay that's actually I think I'm going to go with that route and then because a lot of our conversations like happen over text which totally like bugs me so bad but I think I'm just going to wait until tomorrow if he like acts weird or something because we're supposed to have date night on Thursday. But... Oh, perfect. So you're going to see him anyway, but you can, if, if there's any weirdness and you want to reach out, just say, cool, have fun, text me when you're done, XO. And then that's it. I'm going to take another call. Good okay. luck. All right. Um, area code 818. Hi. Hello. Who's Isn't this? It? What's your name? How old are you? Tell me everything. Okay. Um, I'm Chad, 18, Studio City. What? Where? Studio City, like Studio, Studio City, like Studio City. Yes, I know where Studio City is. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah. what's going on? Okay, so um, I recently I graduated high school this past year in uh in, in 2012, and I'm I go to a local community college now, and well, like I I stumbled across your blog uh like I don't like around like six months ago, and then like. Recently, I was catching up on, like, the old episodes, and you were saying how uh, you were talking to this girl, and you were telling her how, like, when you turned 18, you, like, went to New York and um, did all this stuff and, like, kind of just made your own path for your career. And I want to be a journalist. Like, I know what I want to do, but I don't really have any, like, like, exact direction right now. Like, I don't know, like, things I could do to kind of, like, put myself out there or, like, get, like, internships or different opportunities and things, and, like, I don't really, like, know anyone in the business. And I know you're not exactly a journalist, but, like, you're kind of in the same somewhat field because you, like, write for magazines and stuff like that. So, like, what are some of the things you did when you were around my age that kind of, like, helped you out in the long run or, like, gave you different opportunities? Okay. Um, well, let me just do one thing really quick because I'm going to extend my show for a second because I want to be able to go like 15 to 20 minutes longer gotcha. so, I can, so I can uh, answer these other questions. Okay, schedule episode. Um, what are things that I did? Oh, God, how can I multitask and do this thing at the same time? Um, <laughs> okay. Well, here's the thing. I had no idea. It took me a while to get to this point, and here's what I did. I, oh, God. Okay, so I was like, I thought I wanted to model when I was here, and, like, that did not make me happy, and it was I was, like, having to starve myself, and I was getting boobs and hips, and it wasn't right, and it was just, I felt very unfulfilled, and I didn't like starving myself, and I knew I liked my personality, and I thought, God, what makes me really happy? I really love writing. So I knew that, mm-hmm. so I thought, so I, I think, like, at one point when I was, like, 18, 
I remember having this moment, and I, I was at the gym, and I was like, I crunched gym. Like, I think I would, like, come back home and visit my mom or something in L.A., and I was like, for whatever reason, I was at this really douchey gym called Crunch on Sunset. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I, I, think, I, I think I've seen you before. Okay, well, so I was at that gym, and uh, I was, like, looking over at Sunset Strip, and I thought, I don't want to model. I need to do something that, like, matters. I need to do something that, like, makes me – I need to do something scary that, like, matters to me that will make me grow or whatever. So I was like, I'm going to start doing stand-up comedy. I was like, I, I want to write jokes. Like, that will be a good writing exercise, and that's really scary, and I have to be brave, and I'm terrified, and I've got to do it. So I started doing that, and I did that for, like, maybe a, maybe a few years. I don't know. I, I started going to open mic nights, and I went to, like, three or four open mic nights every night, and that was good for me to start writing. And then, you know, I dated a bunch of people, and years later – I would do commercials and I would act and I always made, made, made money doing commercials. And then mm-hmm. because I've always got, I've always been boy crazy. I've always gone on tons of dates and like always throwing myself into weird situations. I had all these stories about dating that I was telling a boyfriend at the time, like maybe four years ago. And he was like, you should write these stories. You should start a blog. And I started the blog. And that was something that people paid attention to because I was like, so just honest about my stories. But that yeah. was a path. I had no idea. I, I mean, I had no idea. That was like paint by numbers. Like, I don't, it wasn't paint by numbers. There were no numbers. I was just like figuring out. I have no idea how I got to that point. Thank God I did. And I'm still watching my life unfold and I'm still learning stuff. And, and uh, I've gotten a lot of, op- I'm going to come back to you in two seconds. And I've gotten a uh-huh. lot of, I've gotten a lot of opportunities because of people liking my writing on my blog. But at the same time, like, um, you know, I'm still like trying to learn stuff. I, you know, even today I got lectured because, you know, I'm whatever. I got, I got whatever. It's just too much to talk about, but whatever. So that is my path. For you, if if you already know you want to be a journalist, and my father was a photojournalist, so whatever that means. But um, I would say, I would say find the magazines and the newspapers. I mean, okay, start a blog, start writing. First off, start writing. Right, right down to Yeah, I was going to say, write in a notebook. Like, have a fucking journal where you actually write with your fucking hand, like a pen in your hand. Write like that. Start a blog. Write about shit. Write on, like, get Microsoft Word. Fucking write every day. Like, just start writing. Just, like, writing anything just for yourself because it feels good and you like it and this is what you, what you want to do. Then pinpoint what newspapers and magazines and websites you like, whether it's Huffington Post or Vogue or Vanity Fair or blah, 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 or like a million other magazines that exist. And uh, start figuring, like, go to newsstands and spend hours at the newsstand and pick all the magazines and newspapers that you like, even though newspapers are, like, going going to be extinct in, like, two seconds. So it's all about online yeah. stuff and, like, and magazines are, are probably extinct too soon, but whatever. Um, and figure out what your where your taste lies like what what do you want to be surrounded by what do you want to write about do you you know like you've got to decide that and then start a website just to have it so you have something that people can look at and then uh and then once you you know and then once you find the magazines and newspapers that you like there'll be a number somewhere on the magazine or the newspaper and it will say like to contact us or for inquiries dial here we're located here and either show up at the office or call the number and go, hi, I'm looking to intern. And and, say, and just be really friendly and open to starting at the bottom 
and going, I just, this is what I'm interested in writing. These are what my goals are. I love your publication because blah, blah, blah. And just be, come off as very likable. And then, you know, work at a place. Maybe you'll get fired. Maybe they won't hire you. Maybe you'll go to another place. Submit stories to, like, Nylon Magazine or fucking whatever the other magazines are. I don't know. Who knows? Like, submit shit. Submit stories to the New York Times. They have, like, I think they have this section called, like, Modern Love or whatever it is where you can submit. Like, just write. Always be writing, sending stuff out, hustling, and knowing what you want and where your taste lies. And then hustle and intern at those places. Like, I think... I think you can do that. What do you think? Definitely. I just had one little thing about when you said, like, start a blog or something like that. I don't know. I kind of feel like like when you, like, start a blog or, like, you become, like, labeled as, like, a quote-unquote, like, blogger and you can't really be taken, like, that seriously anymore. Like, do you think that would be, like, detrimental to my uh, career starting a blog or do you think it, like, would really help? Well, listen, I hate the word blogger, too, but at my core, it's like when people are like, she has a blog called my boy crazy. She's a blogger. And I'm like, oh, I hate that. I hate being called a blogger. But you know what? Yeah. Whatever. It's like that's what got people's attention. No, my writing got people's attention. My personality got people's attention. I'm not even where I want to be yet, but those are the things that stuck out. Like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, you. it's whatever tool or platform you use to get attention. And if your writing is good that'll speak for itself, and, and it doesn't matter. Like, just use the shit as a platform because that's what it's there for. And, like, and uh, I don't know. And if you want to be a, journal, if you want to be a journalist, then, then um, I mean, you, you don't have to show everybody your blog. You can have the blog just for yourself, or you can just write your own stuff. You don't have to start a blog if you don't want to. But mm-hmm. it'd be cool to have that so you can, like, you know, if you want to submit something to the Huffington Post, you can be like, here's a writing sample, or here's this thing that I wrote this road, or maybe... Maybe if you write a really good piece on your blog and then, and then the link gets spread because it's so good and it gets spread on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, maybe it'll get picked up on a Huffington Post or Slate or blah, 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 or whatever, you know? So having a blog, just don't call it a blog. Call it a website. Uh, all right, definitely. You know, the important thing is just be specific in what you want to do. Be likable and grateful and up for up for the hustle and all that stuff and uh, and just write. That's the most important thing just Write every single day. Will do. Okay. I'm excited for you. Thank you for calling. Uh, area code 760. Hey, Alexi. Hi. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Hi. Um, my name's Stephanie. I'm 20 years old, and I'm calling from Palm Springs. What is going on with you tonight? Well, I have a little sitch. Um, I recently started seeing this guy, and... He's a gentleman. He's really nice. Um, he's funny. He's really cute. And I got to know him very well over the past couple months. And um, a couple days ago was um, my birthday, and we went out to get some drinks with uh, another friend. And for some reason, that whole week, I was feeling kind of weird. So I, I didn't feel like something was right, you know, something like he was kind of hiding something from me. And when we were at the bar, um, his phone was right next to me, and this girl's um, this girl pops up on his phone. He gets a text, and I know this girl. She actually works with me. And after a couple of drinks, I actually had the nerve to open up his phone and look at the text, and I saw something very personal in that text. And I take him outside, and I ask him what the text was all about, and... 
um, one thing led to another, and he started tearing up. And to cut the, sh- the story short, he had um, he had been with this girl right before we had started talking, and apparently he had got her pregnant, and she got an abortion. So this whole situation that's going on with us, I mean, I feel like we've gotten really close, and now I feel like this whole thing happens, I'm, like, really confused on where to go because I really like this guy, but at the same time, like, I'm getting this totally different impression of him right now, and I just really, really don't know what to think at the moment. All right, this is crazy. This is, like, so Jerry Springer. This is this is so <laughs> unlike the radio problem. Okay, well, here's my question. So do you work with this guy, too? Uh, Yeah. <laughs> so that's already annoying and a red flag. You work that's with this guy. That's very annoying. And then um, is he your boss? No, no, not at all. And so this other, so you've been dating him for how long? Uh, for like two or three months. Two or three months, and mm-hmm. you've had tons of sex with him. Sorry? You've had lots of sex with him? No. You've never had sex with him? No. <laughs> Is it bad that I gave a guy a blowjob on a second date? <laughs> hey, that's all you, Alexi. <laughs> Is that there's bad? There's nothing I mean, wrong with. Know. There's nothing wrong with that. Have you ever done that? No, but there's nothing wrong with it. Oh, my God. How long do you wait? <laughs> um, well, I, we haven't really we haven't really had any sexual relationship at all, actually. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. I wish a guy would call in and tell me if, if a blowjob on the second date is, like, bad news and I made a mistake, but whatever. Anyway, I've had sex on a first date before and, and fallen in love with a guy, and we've dated for a year, and we're still really really close friends. Anyway, whatever. Anyway. Um, oh, my God. I'm spiraling. Okay. I think if you've not had sex with this guy, well, first of all, I wish you didn't check his text. That's so that's shitty because you kind of, like, you're bad right now. No, you know? it is really shitty, and I did apologize to him. I actually saw him the other day, and we talked, and, you know, I you know, I, I told him, you know, I'm going to wash my hands here. I'm going to step back, and we're going to move forward from this. But, I mean, I, all I keep thinking, like, this is so fresh. It just happened, you know. Like, you know, I just I don't even know what to think right now. It's like, should I go forward, you know, start fresh with this guy, even though I knew he, like, what he did, in my eyes at least, it's wrong, and, it just it, it it tells me that he's been sleeping around and he's just careless about it. He's irresponsible and he just like, you know, knocked this girl up and I just I, I don't I just feel like this isn't the right way to start, you know, a fresh relationship, you know? It's like I don't look you're you're kinda of giving yourself your own advice, which I think is really good advice. Like, you know, a devil's advocate I can say, Well listen, I you know, shitty things happen who knows what I mean if he's sleeping around like was he sleeping around with this girl recently and then she just got pregnant or was this a while ago like I don't know what the time frame is I don't you know, know what, what like yeah you know I I can't say like we really didn't we didn't get into it just because he was just getting really upset and it was just very awkward conversation and he he was kind of like I kind of felt like I was lecturing him and I I didn't want it to come off that way and it, it was just a really messy situation, really conversation. Well, you, you're you 20 years old. You sound really smart. And uh, how how old is he? He's 25. He's 25. You know, I've never dated a guy, and at the beginning of the relationship, 
another girl that I work with that we all work with is had had to get an abortion from him from being pregnant made to be pregnant by him you know like that's never happened to me I'd like to keep it that way it sounds very complicated yeah it's a very complicated situation I hope no one ever goes through this yeah, and I'm sure people do. I'm sure people do all the time, but at the same time, it's like you know, you can. How, how about you're 20 years old? I doubt you're going to be with this guy forever. There are other men out there. You haven't even had sex yet. It sounds like a lot of drama. You already work together. You check this phone. There's a woman pregnant who also works there. You're going to have to fucking deal with that. She's getting an abortion. It's all weird. I would say just like make your life less complicated and kind of like cut ties and say, uh, you're uncomfortable by the drama and uh, you think he's great and you feel bad for checking his phone, but he seems like he has this other stuff to to take care of, you know, and like, mm-hmm. and maybe the whole thing has been kind of soured, you know? Yeah, and on his part, I mean, he, from his point of view, he's telling me, you know, he didn't really, like, when he was hooking up with her, he met me and he totally felt different about the other chick and he really likes me and he wants to, he, he feels really bad because he feels like he just messed everything up, everything that we had. And in a way he, it kind of did because then now I have this like little drama on the side and yeah, like, yeah. you know, like you said, well, I don't well, need that. I really don't need well, that. Well, you know, like he fell off his pedestal and if he wants to make it better and fight for you, that's fine. But you know, but it sounds like I got to look out for me. Yeah. He just, and, and he, he didn't even do anything bad to you, but like, I don't know when this girl got pregnant or what the deal is and blah, blah, blah. It just sounds fucking complicated. And where there's like, yeah, it's very complicated and it's very vague and it's just, you know, yeah, just be, it's just, <laughs> you know, sever ties and, and get out of the drama before it gets crazy and just say like, you know, let's just be friends. It got a little, a little weird, but you know, it's all good. We'll be friends. And, and, uh, and then, yeah, you already know what you need to do. You, you, you've already given yourself advice. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just need that. Like, that extra confirmation, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Well, Stephanie, thank you for calling. Let me know how it goes. Oh God. Let me know if anybody else gets pregnant. Um. Okay. Well, I'm going to wrap up the show. Uh, but before I do, I have to recommend people get this album. Uh, it's called. I hope I'm probably gonna like mispronounce it. It's called Lissandre. Lissandre. I can't. I don't know how to pronounce it. I think I just pronounced it correctly. Bottom line is Christopher Owens used to be the front uh used to be the singer in a band called Girls. The band Girls does not exist anymore or whatever. They have two albums, you can go buy them. Maybe they have more albums. I don't know. Whatever. Girls isn't happening anymore. But Christopher Owens has a solo album that he just came out with that I bought and I am fucking addicted to it. And I don't have a song to play off the album right now, but um I wish I did. And then there are two songs on the internet of him playing songs that aren't available online um, that you can't buy on iTunes. And one of the songs is called Oh Boy and All My Love. Oh, no, Oh My Love and Oh Boy. Oh My Love, Oh Boy. Those are two different songs. You should Google on YouTube or whatever. Search for them on YouTube, Christopher Owens, and then also buy his new solo record that just came out called Lissandra. I'm totally fucking up the pronunciation of that. But I'm addicted. It's very Elliot Smith-like, uh, super moody. So when you're not listening to rap or Kendrick Lamar or 2 Chains or Lil Wayne or The Weeknd or whatever the fuck people listen to, that's what I've been listening to. When you're not listening to that shit, you can listen to this moody Chris Rowan stuff. It's, uh, it's pretty epic. 
Um, I'm going to wrap up the show. Thank you so much for listening to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by I'mBoyCrazy.com. Tune in next Wednesday, same time, same place, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Follow me on Twitter at I'mBoyCrazy. You can subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Yeah, motherfucking iTunes. Pretty, pretty exciting. Um, If you can't call in during the live show and you want to leave me a message or ask a question, leave a message on Boy Crazy Voicemail. The telephone number is area code 888-666-2045. And uh, if you, the listeners out there, want to submit your own music that you make, email me an mp3 to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject music. I would love to speak at your high school or college if you would like me to speak at your high school or college. Uh, there's a video of me speaking at uh, Oakwood. It's on my website under the video section. It might even be on the homepage. That's a little sample as to what it's like if I speak at your school. Then email me also at boycrazyalexi at gmail.com. Subject, speak. Um, and I'm going to play us out with a song. What should I choose? I don't know much to choose from. I'm going to choose this. Kendrick Lamar, The Recipe. Area code 480, call back next week. Set them 
got them topless in the sun. I shall proceed. That's me, motherfucker, your opinion. <laughs> How many ways am I killing them? Shit, right around a billion. We own it. That means we living for the moment. That means you're fucked to the moment. Time and I got time and I know that I'm in the position of controlling anything. I'll buy that ocean. I'm a boss. I'll buy that ocean. Ain't nobody fucking with this. They want that shit. They off this thing. I give it to them, but in between. My time, I got to tie shoe strings. Life's a trip when you want these things. I off this silk and then I lean to a 3 use a life. You know blowjob need an application of eating pussy. Make appetite. And yeah, my type. I like them brown. Just like my drink. The fuck you think? I don't fuck with no hand me down. See if you fuck, then it's after me. You know how much I'ma make it work. You know her trust. Let me in her purse when you discuss your love for lust. Just make sure you visit here first. Kelly. You might catch me in Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store at Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in plans may not be exact match. The website for eligible plans are off around 1716 through 1818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.